Welcome to the 2018 Sunspot Award Show. It's our show that gives out the coveted Sunspot Award for the best in comic books for 2018. I'm going to say coveted a lot, folks. I am joined by my co-host, Ian. How you doing, Ian? Hey, how's it going? It's going well, man. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Of course, we are both uh, wearing formal garb here. We've got our classic tuxes on. I'm, I went with the standard black and white. What do you got? What do you? Who are you wearing over there? Oh, white on white with uh, penguin tails, of course. Looking sharp, my friend. Looking sharp. Uh, we got our decanters of uh, of spirits ready. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> Theater of the mind, folks. Get, get get comfortable. Here we go. Anyway, are you ready to start the show, Ian? I'm ready to go. Let's do it. All right. Let's start the show with a moment of reflection as we recap 2018. I tell you, it was quite a fantastic year for the world of comic books. Wouldn't you agree, Ian? Oh, yeah. Dude, lots going on. Oh, my gosh. From the legendary Stan Lee passing on to the great comic book place in the sky to one of the best years in comic books, I think, maybe ever, uh, from Thanos snapping his fingers to seeing Batman's nether region. <laughs> uh, there, there were 12... We didn't need to see that, right? My goodness. Um, yeah, there were 12, yeah. <laughs> 12 comic book movies this year that came out in 2018. There were eight live-action comic book movies and four animated comic book features. That's a lot. Um, I actually missed one uh, called Accident Man. Have you seen Accident Man? I have not. Well, I've only watched uh, about half of it so far. Um, I haven't read the comic book also. But I posted the trailer on my social media, at Sunspots Comics, and I'll be reading the comic and watching the Accident Man movie very soon so that I could say I've seen every comic book movie created in the year 2018 and released in 2018. Uh, so I can give you a review on it on a future podcast. I'll give you my thoughts. But man, ginormical year for comic books, right, Ian? What are your thoughts on 2018? Yeah, I think for my money, um, like I spent money pretty much. <laughs> Just, spent all the monies? Oh, yeah, all of it. Uh, yeah, just so much going on. So many different things that were all just too good. Way yeah, too good. way too good. And also, a couple things that popped in my head is we we gave a kind of permanent goodbye to two of my favorite comic books of all time. We said goodbye to them in the year 2018. Invincible ended on issue 144. Uh, which just makes me sad to think that there's no Invincible in my life. What a long 10-year run. It was fantastic. Uh, just Robert Kirkman, in my opinion, his best work ever. And Harrow County. 32 issues of Harrow County. I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's my favorite horror comic of all time. It's a top comic book, Sunspots Comics uh, podcast pick of the week. It's all. It's constantly in the top five. And it ended on issue 32 early in 2018. So I was sad to see those go. And uh, although um, Invincible has been optioned for an animated series on Amazon and Harrow County is working on a possible TV series. Did you enjoy either one of those, Ian? I have not, but I do own the, um, the first trade of Harrow County. So oh, you're going to love I it. Jump into that. Yeah. 
watch it in a dark room with just a single flashlight just on the comic book page. <laughs> Ooh, man, no, I'm sorry, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say to put a like a horror soundtrack on, but that'll take it too far. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's great and it's spooky and it's watercolored and it's beautiful and. Uh, Still to this day, uh, read the back matter, by the way, in Harrow County. There's so many good stories, like spooky stories in the back. So I highly recommend that. It was a big Sunspot Award winner in 2017. But yeah, we said goodbye to those those two comics. So let's start the best of 2018 award show to see who will win the coveted. It's so coveted. So full of covet. Uh, Sunspot Award. <laughs> Roll the music. Okay, so on to our first category. It is the Mixed Media Awards section, or what I like to call the Utility Belt. So the first category here is the Best Comic Book Convention. And man, what a year for comic book conventions. Uh, it's, it's just, I spent so much money, like you said. You went to one as well. So the nominees here for Best Comic Book Convention of 2018 was San Diego Comic-Con, the Los Angeles Comic-Con, and the Comic-Con Revolution in Ontario. And the winner goes to... Los Angeles Comic-Con. Ultimately because there were just a fantastic bunch of panels about making comic books there. And I notice in cons we see less and less of that. Have you noticed that, Ian? That they're kind of yeah. disappearing? The how to make comic books in, a, in the actual conventions? Yeah, definitely. I see a lot of... Um... Uh, a lot of cosplay stuff, which is cool. I, sure. I'm nothing against that, you know. But, yeah, I definitely have seen a lot of that go away. So it's nice to see those things. And the L.A. Comic Con had the most of all the conventions I went to. And it just had also possibly the biggest artist alley I think I have ever seen in any Comic Con ever. And that that's... I've been going to Comic Cons for 79 years. So uh, it, isn't it nice to see a gigantic artist alley? Yeah, that's my favorite. I always like to buy books from, you know, artists and up-and-comers. And, -comers and uh, I, I love indies. That's what I primarily write about on, on a comic book. Right. So, yeah, Artist Alley is the best place to find those folks. It's so much fun. Maybe get a sketch and, like, talk to an up-and-coming artist. Like, it's my favorite thing to do. Oh, but yeah, I, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, it's like when you buy a comic off their table, they, like, look at you with this, this gleam, like, they're so thankful, and you know, like, you're helping me out to, to make my dream a reality. So Artist Alley, LA Comic Con, it was gigantic. But I think the thing that kind of stole it over the rest, including San Diego Comic Con, which is insane, uh, was Tenacious D was at LA Comic Con. And I'm the, I'm the biggest of, the most humongous Tenacious D fan, and they were there, and I got to meet them and talk to them and take pictures and have things autographed. It was just a uh, wonderful. Uh, you're a tenacious D fan too, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Jack Black, man, he's he's the character. He's the bee's knees, right? He's the awesome sauce. Yeah. <laughs> it was the greatest con in the world. <laughs> it was the best con in the world. All right, next category: the best comic book toy or collectible, and the nominees are Sphero, Spidey, the Eagle Moss Marvel Chess subscription the super seven reaction figures and the winner is the eagle moss marvel chess subscription set i absolutely love it i've been a member for gosh five or six years now they every month you get a new chess piece a marvel chess piece mailed to you i mean isn't it fun getting something in the mail anyway i mean right 
Oh, yeah, I love it. And I actually have been following you on Instagram, so I feel like I'm part of your chess set. <laughs> nice. I see it every time. <laughs> and I, I, we should play chess, because wouldn't it be fun? Because there's like there's three actual sets. When it, the set is done, it'll be 96 pieces. And the last 20 pieces have all been Spider-Man. So you can actually kind of build and assemble your, you know, your 16 pieces to play. You know what I mean? Like, it, you can have the Hulk, and you can mix it up, and, like, I think that'll add kind of an interesting factor, and I'd love to make some, like, homemade rules to kind of add a little superhero-ness to a chess game. You know, that'd be fun, right? Yeah. But it's easily my favorite collectible of the year, and I've bought a lot of stuff, and a lot of action figures and toys. And those Super 7 reaction figures, I love them. They have, like, monsters, and they have He-Man and Hellboy. They've got a bunch of licensed stuff that's great. And the Spiro Spidey, I mean, I love Spiro's, Spiro's stuff. They made the BB-8 toy that I love. And the Spiro Spidey, I've posted some stuff about it. it, it it's voice commands, and it has, like, a bunch of little stories and jokes that'll tell you. Go back a few pods. When Ian first jumped on, I was playing around with it, and we, we loaded jokes. Remember? Isn't that yeah, great? The, the jokes. Yeah, I definitely remember. The corny dad jokes. Oh, yeah. Those are the best. Yeah. But Eagle Moss, Marvel Chess Collection, monthly service. I highly recommend it. It's only 15 bucks a month. You get one piece and a magazine that comes with a poster. And you get something in the mail nerdy that's fun. It's great. Go check them out at Marvel Chess or EagleMoss.com. And so next category. It's for the best comic book video game. Big category right here. And the nominees are PlayStation 4, Spider-Man, and Lego DC Super Villains. It's the only two games uh, that uh, we played this year. So the winner for best comic book video game is... PlayStation 4, Spider-Man. Now you got a chance to play this before I did, Ian. What are your thoughts on the PlayStation 4, Spider-Man? Well, it's one of the most you know, beautiful games that I've seen. Uh, I mean, it's right up there with all the other top-notch games that came out, like Red Dead and all that. Yeah, it, it definitely competes with them, right? As far as the quality yeah, level of visuals. Yeah, and uh, from from my money, I like the I like the fact that it, it's not it's open world, you know, but it kind of like guides you. It's like, hey, you got stuff to do. You're a superhero, you know. It's not like it's not like oh, you can go like Red Dead. You could just go anywhere and do anything, and it just kind of depended on what you decided to do where this was more like guided, you know, it gave you, gave you things to do. It was, and, and it was all fun, you know? Yes. That's definitely yeah. way you definitely feel the fun in it. And you're right. It's like sandbox versus linear. I always go with linear. I want a story that kind of follows along and tells you kind of where to go, but does give you some options for openness. There were those backpacks you could find and, uh, sort of cleaning up the city environmentally, uh, with, you know, some of the, problems in new york and stuff and then just of course random bank rob robberies and and things so like there were times you could kind of sandbox it you're right but but other otherwise there was a linear story going on and i love that i appreciate that i kind of need someone to tell me hey go back to the story otherwise i just kind of go look for backpacks all day long in new york <laughs> exactly yeah i need i need a little bit of that guidance i do little... i need it me too man i need that nudge to kind of hey stay with it and lego dc supervillains i mean man the, the game was deep it, it looked great and of course in the lego franchise of video games it's it was consistent uh, and, and it was fun but playstation 4 spider-man beat it out easily uh, there weren't any other comic book related video games that i that came into my you know into my world anyway but yeah i i love all the different outfits in it i love the voice acting 
and all of that was just top notch. I felt, you know, everyone from MJ to Aunt May to to everyone you came in contact with, it just felt real and believable, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was an absolute winner. I I didn't have a PS4, so it inspired me to buy a PS4. I got one on Black Friday, and man, it was a one of those those two hundred dollar deals that came with the PS4 and the Spider Man game, and uh, I was just so happy. That was my Christmas present to myself. I love it so easily. What the sun's yeah, what a deal! But easily the Sunspot Award winner for best comic book video game of the year, PlayStation Four Spider Man. Man, beautiful stuff. Uh, next category here is the best comic book TV show. This is a big one, folks, right? So many. Uh, there were like 700 comic book TV shows that came out in 2018, right, Ian? <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. I can't, I can't even keep up. It's crazy. You would literally have to watch like a, like 71 hours a day worth of con- like of content to like keep up with it all. There's just no way. You can absorb it. Uh, unless you could have a way to have you like watching it while you're sleeping, like that's what Netflix is going to work on next, right? Is like somehow just importing it into your brain, like while you're asleep or something. <laughs> Jack in like the Matrix. Exactly. There's no way to watch it all. But here we go. The uh, best comic book TV show. Here are the nominees. We had the DC Universe Titans, the Netflix Daredevil season three, and the CW Elseworlds crossovers. And the winner is. It is DC Universe's Titans. And Lan, I know you didn't uh, see this, Ian, so I won't uh, spoil it. I'll try not to spoil it spoiler-ish free for you, but gritty, gritty, gritty comes to mind. Dark, brutal, the violence, the action, the, man, just the the drama of it, the acting quality. uh, It just goes on and on. The stunt coordination, the lighting, the attention to detail, the homage to comics, the nod to some literal panels in actual comics. I loved it all. I, I absolutely loved it. I know it's coming on Netflix soon. You're going to watch it, right? Oh, yeah. I'm just, that's what I'm waiting on. <laughs> right. So it's coming soon to Netflix, but Titans. Uh, it's worth the subscription. I know you got to pay five bucks a month for the DC Universe subscription. Totally worth it uh, for simple fact of just for titans alone but you can actually watch all of the batman animated series that's been remastered in high definition there so i highly recommend it's on amazon but it's like low def and kind of crappy looking but if you want to see it beautiful and high def and cleaned up and restored uh the entire batman animated series is there on the dc universe worth the five bucks a month i mean just for titans alone and i love the dc daily show it's great it's a daily show that even they recap and do kind of a Talking Dead show, if you will, about Titans after every episode of Titans. So uh, it's wonderful. And there were so many good comic book TV shows. This is a hard one to pick, but um, yeah, there's also pay attention to the, the nominations, folks. Those are some great stuff there, too. I, I only picked the top picks for nominations, so it's all in there. But anyway, next category Best Comic Book Animated Movie. And the nominations are Teen Titans Go, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. And Batman Ninja. And the winner is? Who do you think the winner is on this one, Ian? Ooh, I don't know. That's, that's a pretty tough one. <laughs> that's a tough one? Here we go. <laughs> the winner is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. What are your thoughts on this fantastic movie? Uh, well, mostly I feel bad for Batman Ninja because like, only Spider-Man could really beat that movie. I agree. Great. And like... Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, though, is, like, instant classic. So, it's just tough, man. Yeah, it's I tough. mean, from from, from Spider-Man, the, the, from the way it was shot, the 
from the word bubbles that come up to like when when Miles Morales threw a donut at the guy's head and just like it says like donut you know <laughs> like the little nods to it if you having like this very like you're reading a live action comic book feel uh, you know I love that what did you think of just the look of it oh yeah the look uh, the look of uh, like the colors and stuff the yes. the music the um, just the the, the all around vibe of it was so on point like yes. i don't know that you could do it any better than they did it right it took it took the best parts of comic books and spider-man and like like hip-hop right and like like well, graffiti's yeah, sort of the feel. feel that you would expect to get from like miles and like a teenage uh you know a teenage kid in in this time you know this uh this era where right yeah, I felt modern, right? Fresh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas, but not like too young to where you just felt like an old person watching it, right? It, it, yeah. <laughs> I think it's because they also had that, you know, the actual Spider-Man, right? Was like he was a little bit pudgy and he was, you know, a little bit older and he'd been Spider-Man for 20 something years. And so that's our relatable character, right? Is, you know, dudes in our yeah. 30s and 40s <laughs> that are a little pudgy. <laughs> but that's a great way to kind of, hey, it's relatable, you know, to in, because there was a lot of very young, fresh feel to it, right? And hip hop feel to it. Exactly. Yeah. Even and the, the way that uh, they portrayed Miles, the way that they portrayed uh, Gwen. Oh man, like the, these folks know exactly what chords to hit. Yes, spot on. It, it there's very few animated you know, comic book movies that will like affect me emotionally, where I, I get like kind of misty eyed during the emotional beats of it. I did during during Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. It connected with me, right? Yeah, I definitely uh, the the relationship with Miles and his dad was like, oh, that just set me off. Especially like uh, I'm real close with my dad, so that yeah. kind of stuff was like it hit me. It hit me close to home, and uh, even even the um, stuff with the uncle. Yeah, and you know where it hits me home too is like they don't have the same last name, so that's probably his stepdad. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> So like that's huge. I'm a stepdad, so like uh, I, you know, I can appreciate that. You know, it's tough being a stepdad, and for him to be close to his, his, you know, his stepson like that, like that's, it's just another another little notch, on the the you know this gorgeous movie. But definitely the best comic book animated movie. It wins the Sunspot Award for best comic book animated film. That's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. If you haven't seen it, go see it. If you've already seen it, seen it, go see it again. Like me, I'm gonna go very soon, and see yeah. it again. Are you? Get a second go around? Yeah, definitely. For sure. Oh, that's, one, that's one I'm going to have to own. It's a buy when it comes out on whatever. I'm going to buy it. For sure. Yeah. But this is a big one now. Here we go, Ian. This is the uh, the big category. One that's uh, we, we've pined over and uh, deliberated and uh, discussed and, and debated for a while. This is the best comic book live action movie of the year of 2018. Here we go. The nominees are... Avengers, Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and Deadpool 2. And the Sunspot Award winner for Best Live Action Comic Book Movie of the Year of 2018 goes to... <laughs> Avengers, Infinity War. Right? Doesn't that feel right, Ian? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think Infinity War was the only movie that had my jaw dropped for like three days straight. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, Your jaw I, stayed I, dropped. Yep, and I kept like <laughs> I went and saw it with with my lady, and uh, we talked about it for probably a week. 
That's a great uh, litmus, right, as to how a movie really stands up and how you really feel about it, as if it's like a conversational piece that carries on for a few days. Exactly, yeah. And this this, this was like a week-long conversation of like, well, wait a minute, what do you think, how do you, uh, you know, at the end when everybody, you know, no spoilers, but... Uh, yeah, if you haven't seen it already. <laughs> when the stuff happens, <laughs> you know, where did they go? They can't be gone, no way. Right, when this happens, like, yeah, okay... Yeah, but uh, I know it's a, a part one of two, the Infinity War, sure. But it stands alone. It's the only, or uh, of those three nominees, uh, those are the only comic book movies that I rewatched a bunch of times. And eventually, they could have all been number one, honestly. But Avengers: Infinity War, I watched more times again than Ant Man and the Wasp and Deadpool two. Because Deadpool two, you can watch over and over. The quick wittedness of Ryan Reynolds, right? You can. It's just a repeat watch. Yeah, I think he was born to play Deadpool. I think he is Deadpool. I think he really is yeah. in real life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> His comic books are real. But yes, uh, best live action comic book movie, Sunspot Award winner, Avengers Infinity War. See it, see it again, buy it. It's uh, I can't wait for part two uh, coming out in 2019, which we'll get to uh, here at the end. But uh, on to the next category. So this is actually the best in comic books. Yes, the actual comic books. Here we go. We're in the, the meaty part of the award show right here, folks. So get ready. Write these down. Uh, by the way, a quick qualifier. All of the nominees for best in comic books, they had to be a Sunspots Comics podcast top three pick. And they had to be a, a top three pick more than once to qualify to be here. So if I'm re- if we're reading it as a nominee, it's great and you should also read it and get it it was really hard for us to pick the best here we went over this a lot and debated and arm wrestled and and it was just insane i mean there's so many comics that were fantastic this year it was like i said one of the best years in in all of comic book history in my opinion do you feel the same way oh yeah i mean i have several long boxes that that prove it yeah, and we had like uh, at times 30, 30 in our pull list, right? Anywhere between 15 and 30 comics every single week. Pretty much, yeah. That was my average, I think, was like 20. Yeah, and I have this sort of like three check system, three three strikes you're out. If uh, something makes it to my pull list, number one, uh, it has to be great. And then number two, if it gets three bad strikes against it, it's gone. And sometimes even two if it really just goes in a crazy direction or the art goes really bad. Because there's so many comics, honestly. There's I read once that if, if in a total like global release of comics weekly, because we only get, uh, you know, the good lion's share of it being we're in America, but there's something like up to 276 comics that come out weekly on the globe. And that's a crazy number, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely too many. I think 30 is about my limit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Financially, at least. <laughs> Once again, we need Netflix to find a way to just inject the comics into our brain. There's no way to consume all that. Uh, there's not enough time in the day. But uh, So here we go now. We're in the category Best in Comic Books. So starting us out, there are six Sunspot Award winners here uh, leading up to the Best Comic Book in the Superhero category. But we're starting out first. The sixth first and first category is Best Comic Book in the All Ages or Young Adult category. Here we go. The nominations are Spook House from the Eric Powell family, Albatross Funny Books, uh, Beneath the Dark Crystal from Archaea, uh, Jim Henson's, and and last one is Jim Henson's Storyteller, Fairies. And here we go now. The winner for Best Comic Book in the All Ages Young Adult category is... 
It is the Jim Henson Storyteller Fairies. And let me tell you why, too, quickly. There was an issue, it's issue number three, that they go into Hawaiian history. I am half Hawaiian. My mother is from Hawaii. And there is no comic book that has ever gone into any history of Hawaii at all. Um, and it's kind of a Romeo and Juliet-like story, but there's fairies involved. And like this, it is kind of very like the, the Capulets and the, you know, the whatever the family is. Um, and it, it, but it sprinkles in Hawaiian history and it's gorgeously watercolored. You got to look at it. It's beautiful. But there's only four issues of this. They put them together in a collection. I highly recommend it. Jim Henson's Storyteller Fairies. Each one of them, all four issues made it to a top three pick and twice it was a number one pick. So fantastic. You haven't read that yet. I know Ian, but you really should. It's fantastic. Yeah, it sounds cool. And, uh, I like the, um, you know, the representation, man. I think everybody deserves it. So it's nice to, nice to see something cool that Hawaiian can get behind. You know what I mean? Agreed. And oh, you also had an honorable mention for the, uh, young adult and all ages category. Why don't you tell us what that is? Oh, I did. Yeah. Scales and scoundrels from image. Um, I thought it was a really well put together, uh, young adult book. It was something that in all ages, uh, it's something that you could get and read with your kids. Nice. What's yeah, the What's the quick gist on Scales and Scoundrels from Image? Uh, it's a you know sword and sorcery type book where uh, a uh, dragon uh, takes human form and roams around eating everything she can see and uh, hmm. making friends and getting into adventures. It's just yeah, it's really done really well and it's a really fun book. I like the sound of that. Cool. Well, thanks for the honorable mention of Scales and Scoundrels. But uh, again, the winner, best comic book in all ages and young adult category for the Sunspot Award winner of 2018, Jim Henson Storytellers Fairies. Check it out. Only four issues. It's it's so beautifully done and fantastic storytelling. And each one of them, by the way, they're a one shot and each story is completely different. So you have to check out fairies and there's this wonderful old man sitting with his dog in this library that always starts every story i can absolutely see it as a tv show or a movie series but the dog talks and they have this warm little loving car it's like they're sitting in hobbiton is what it reminds me of sitting by a fireplace in this library with all of these great leather bound books and uh, <laughs> and then they kick off the story of fairies in some way and it's just i wanted more of it and there's only four issues but check it out jim henson storyteller fairies and the next one, the next category here is best comic book in the winter holiday special category. So here we go. The nominees was Swamp Thing Winter Special and Hellboy Winter Special. And the winner is Swamp Thing Winter Special. So we both read this. We both loved it. What did you think, Ian, of Swamp Thing Winter Special? I thought it was uh, the... The visual storytelling was what drew me to this. Yes. The way that um, there was very little talking at first, and you just kind of like flip through. And for me, uh, whenever there's something that has very little uh, dialogue and stuff, I kind of stop and take uh, more heed to the to the art. And man, yes. the art was fantastic. Swamp Thing was just drawn so just amazing. Oh, and one thing I remember, too, is it's like Len Wein, uh, like he passed on. It was like his last uh, Swamp Thing story that he wrote. And uh, Tom King was in there, and Jason Fabok was the artist. That's right. That's who. Oh, Fabok. Okay. He crushed it. That's why it was so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I remember there being a little kid in it, and he's trying to keep this kid alive in this crazy winter storm. And Swamp Thing's not normally in, like, you know, a winter 
wintry area. So that was also kind of new and fresh. But it was an oversized uh, winter special issue. Definitely go and seek it out. Tom King wrote it. Jason Favick did the art. And yes, uh, Len Wein was like co-writer, like his last bit of writing, I guess. And he was the creator of Swamp Thing that passed passed on in, in uh, 2018. But uh, yeah, easily uh, the Sunspot Award winner of 2018 for best comic book in the winter holiday special category is Swamp Thing from DC Comics. Check it out, guys. It's, it's beautiful. It stuck with me. Uh, it's, and it's just lovely. Beautifully drawn. Uh, next up, we have the best comic book in the horror category. And the nominees are for horror. Baby Teeth from Aftershock Comics, Ice Cream Man, and the... Oh, we have a few actually here. The Crow, Memento Mori, uh, Regression from Aftershock Comics, or from Image Comics, and Pestilence from Aftershock Comics. So there were a bunch. There was a lot of good horror. This year in 2018, I read more horror comics than I ever have in my whole life. Um, yeah, I think I did too. Right? I think the category in itself really made some ground, came out with some fresh stories, and there were interesting stories as well, not just horror for the sake of being over-the-top and grotesque. There was some great storytelling going on there in all of these nominations, so they were phenomenal. But the winner is of the best comic book in the horror category, the Sunspot Award, goes to... Baby Teeth from Aftershock Comics. And you love it as well. What did you think of Baby Teeth? Well, it felt like it was a fairly original story, you know, like at least the way that it's put together is yes. original and the um you know the fact that there's many because they always look at the um the baby as being like oh it's the only one well donny kate's uh, his imagination man I, w- I would pay money to have his imagination because he just takes these things and he runs with them and uh, they always end up just amazing I agree. Donny Cates, one of my favorite uh, horror writers of all time. And this has a, how do you describe it, baby? It's got a smidge of like a Rosemary's Baby or The Omen kind of mixed in there. Uh, you know, he's, the baby could potentially be kind of an antichrist sort of thing, but maybe not. But at its core is the family, right? The two sisters and the dad. Like, that's what it's really all about for me. Like, their dad is that retired military guy, is an airline pilot, and... The two sisters are so very different, right? But they're all close, and they have that family unit. It's really about, like, almost Fantastic Four-esque, but there's only three of them. It's like, they will do it together as a family, no matter what it is, right? Yeah, well, maybe it'll be four a little <clears throat> bit later. Who knows? True, or I guess, well, there is four with the baby. Sorry. Um, yeah, but he, he isn't really, you know... Does he count, right? Yeah, not yet. We'll see. He just, when he cries, there's earthquakes. Like, he doesn't make things easier. He's like a, you know, constantly something there, you know... And then all of a sudden he's drinking, your, you know, the mom's blood. And, you know, he's just always something they have to take care of. A uh, little monster. <laughs> but, man, loved it, right? Not just... There's a lot more than just kind of it being in a horror category, honestly. It's like, you know, it's it's great character development. It's beautiful to look at with Gary Brown's art. And it's just been a ton of fun. Aftershock put together a year one hardcover. You gotta get this. You gotta get it. I'm talking to you and everybody. <laughs> but, yeah, the... Best comic book in the horror category, 2018 Sunspot Award winner, Baby Teeth from Aftershock Comics. Phenomenal. And the next up, uh, here we go now into the top three. The uh, next category is the best comic book in the fantasy category. So you're big into this category. This is like your wheelhouse, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Fantasy and sci-fi are probably my two biggest. uh, That's my two number ones. 
it's your sweet spot. So here we go. The nominations for best comic book in the fantasy category are Isola. Oh, I love Isola from Image. Murder yeah. Falcon from Image. Awesome, 19 dude. Yeah. <laughs> 1975 or MCMLXXV from Image. Seven to Eternity from Image. <laughs> Vinegar Teeth from Dark Horse. Uh, Koshe the Deathless from Dark Horse. And the winner of the best comic book in the fantasy category, the winner of the 2018 Sunspot Award, goes to... There are so many good ones, right? Uh, Murder Falcon from Image Comics. <laughs> Man, we uh, agreed upon and loved Murder Falcon so much. What do you want to say about the Falcon of Murder? Well... <laughs> You know, I'm not sure. Uh, Murder Falcon is a little misleading because he's more like a savior falcon, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> that wouldn't be but, as cool of a title, right? You know, savior yeah, fighting yeah. falcon? Fighting falcon. There you go. That would be cool. But, uh, man, Daniel Warren Johnson, man, this guy is like, he's more than a triple threat. He's like. Quintuplet he's like, threat? Yeah, he's like, I write it, <laughs> I draw it, I. I letter it, I think <laughs> it, I... Like, you know, I read that he actually cuts the trees down and, and yeah, actually probably. adds the liquid <laughs> compound to make the paper, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you not do, dude? Like, right. <laughs> he makes all the inks, I think, I heard. And like, he just says it all. But yeah, Daniel Warren Johnson of Murder Falcon. It is uh, uh, the most metal comic you'll ever read. Um, it's just... Music infused with uh, the character development where, man, our main character, he, he went through this horrible tra tragedy and all of a sudden these monsters land on Earth in this sort of rift that's ripped into the sky and his guitar face-melting metal guitar skills uh, pair up with this crazy Murder Falcon to actually save the world. Like, what a premise that is Murder Falcon, right? Yeah, and that's another thing... Uh... Just his, you know, his creativity is like through the roof, man. Like, not only do you think about this, but you, you do all the drawings and the character development, like, just so, so perfect. Yeah. And he, uh, check out Extremity, because Daniel Warren Johnson's thing is to kind of write from some of his fears or from some of the things he experienced or like, like Extremity was based on a dream that he had if, if he's an artist and what happens if his hand got cut off and the main character in Extremity had that happen to her. She's this artist, but there's like this sort of war going on in a very kind of like Avatar-like world. And in Murder Falcon, he wrote in the back that when he has, Daniel Warren Johnson has trouble in his life and, and things that are really giving him a lot of challenge and bringing him down, he can go to music and he can pick up his guitar and play guitar. And that was the inspiration for Murder Falcon. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's definitely cool. And um, as far as the as far as the two comics go, it's crazy how wonderfully done they are, but so different from each other. Yes, I agree. Very, very different. It has a, his lettering flavor. I love that, um, and his his style of that's so the action, the blur uh, tool that he uses, or his blur effect. It just really gives a realistic feeling of action. That's that's what I say is a is a constant. But you're right. It like the contrast between between Extremity and Murder Falcon is just it's palpable, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. But gotta check it out, folks. The best comic book in the fantasy category, the Sunspot Award winner, 
is Murder Falcon from Image Comics from Daniel Warren Johnson. Check it out. Oh, and uh, you and I both wanted to mention a 2019 contender in the fantasy category. What was that? Middle West. Oh, yeah. Middle West. What yeah. do you want to say about that? Uh, uh, be on the lookout, man. Um, Scotty Young, he knows how to write uh, a really good adventure book. And uh, I forget. I think it's Corona, right? That does yes. the art. Uh-huh. Or Hey Corona. Amazing. Yep. Yeah. And the uh, coloring is fantastic. Oh, it's top notch. So yeah, beautiful. Everything about this book is is top notch. So definitely be on the lookout for Middle West. Yeah, I think it's a late uh, a late to the party here. Late in 2018. It's only been two issues, right? But if this would have mm-hmm. had a longer run, this would, I think, definitely a possible contender for best fantasy comic book of 2018, right? Oh, yeah. It, uh, yeah, it could have made a run if it was, uh, you know, another month or two. Man. For sure. Check out Middle West. But there you go, guys. Murder Falcon, the comic book win- the winner for the Sunspot Award for Best Comic Book in the Fantasy category. So there's two left in the comic book realm. Here comes uh, the, f- the second to last is the Best Comic Book in the Sci-Fi slash Sci-Fantasy category. And the nominees are Darth Vader from Marvel, of course. Star Wars Darth Vader. Uh, Barrier from Image Comics. Uh, that's uh, Brian K. Vaughn, BKV. And Aliens, Dust to Dust in the Dark Horse category. I love Dust to Dust, by the way. And the winner of the best comic book in the science fiction slash science fantasy category is... Darth Vader. Man, Darth Vader. (laughs) You can't see it, but Ian just used the force and literally just force choked me and lift me off my chair. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) but uh darth vader the only comic to win the number one top comic book pick of the week on the sunspots comics podcast five times five times and you were nice enough ian to humor me it was not on your pull list i know and when you started on the podcast just a, a few issues ago i pleaded with you to give darth vader a try and it was a 25 issue run and you jumped in i think around 22 or 23 um, what did you, what were your thoughts when you read it and, uh, and we were nice enough to give it a try, Darth Vader, what did you think? Yeah, at first I, I was kind of hesitant cause I was like, oh no, it's, you know, right in the middle of a run. But when I jumped in, um, the first thing I noticed right off the bat between the first two issues that I read was they really, they do a really good job of making them stand alone. Yes, but still be part of the the bigger picture, right? Because I ended up reading what four I think mm-hmm. that went all the way to the end of a uh, to the end of an arc. Yeah, it was Charles Soule, by the way. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Charles Soule, and uh, wow, yeah, he um, what a fantastic writer he is. Uh, he really engaged, and and he used just about everything in the book. There was. There were times when he was, uh, you know, he put a lot of dialogue in. There were times when he put almost no dialogue in an entire book. But, yes. Yeah, but the whole thing it just flowed perfectly. Yes, yeah. so action packed. It it kind yeah. of re- returned Darth Vader to that that badass character we want him to be. Yeah, and it had him do like a pilgrimage to I forget the name of the um, the, the planet Mustafar. Was, yeah, the lava Mustafar. planet. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was the kind of thing, I think. I think the way he portrayed Darth Vader to me was like right on the money. Agreed. Yeah, because uh, 
he's such a layered character between him being Anakin and him being Darth Vader, and there's a lot in between there that you can play with, but I think uh, Charles Soule kind of put it, you know, he put it right on the, the Darth Vader nose, and it was just done just, you know, right perfect to my liking. Yeah, I agree that I have the same... And uh, even when you first go into that whole volume of 25 issues, I was a little hesitant, too. I'm like, okay, where is this in the story? That's the first thing, right? We know it's yeah. canon now, but where, when does this take place? And that kind of shoots it in the foot a little right out the gate. You're kind of like, okay, where does this fit into? And you got to wrap your head around that a little bit in continuity, right? You're, okay, this is between episode three, uh, three and four, or it's between this and that. And... Uh, you quickly, I quickly kind of forgot that and got into this whole story of him trying to to find and build his lightsaber, and for him seeking out other Jedi and trying to wipe them out, and the still because uh, this is after Episode Three of him still wanting to uh, bring uh, Princess Amidala back to life, you know that's still on his mind, right? And yeah, he just Charles Soule captured so many aspects of making Darth Vader interesting and keeping it fast in pace and just action-packed and fun. And every uh, episode of it, every issue of Darth Vader surprised me. It's like I kind of wanted to count it out, not wanting to, but I th- maybe thought, this isn't going to make it on my pull list, like, you know, 25-issue run. I looked forward to it every single month. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. But there it is, folks. Uh, the best comic book in the science fiction slash science fantasy category. The Sunspot Award winner for 2018's best Darth Vader, Star Wars Darth Vader. Read it. It's a 25-issue run from Charles Soule. Uh, it's one of those few that I think I would buy it in hardcover collection. And, and I don't say that very often. <laughs> but here we go, right? The, the big category here. The last of the comic book, best of comic book category for the 2018 Sunspot Award. Here we go. This is the best comic book in the superhero category, right? We all love the superheroes. And the nominations are Batman, of course, from DC Comics. Amazing Spider-Man. Oh boy, I love I love it. My spider sense is tingling. And Captain America. Those are the top three right there. All fantastic comics, folks. But I tabulated, I used Sunspot's comics as a way to kind of give myself hash marks and figure out what was the top pick the most and what was the top three the most. And the winner for the best comic book in the superhero category, the 2018 Sunspot Award winner is... That's a big envelope. Batman. That's right, from DC Comics. Written by Tom King and a whole ton of amazing artists from Lee Bermijo, from Lee Weeks, to Michael Janin, to Tony Daniel. I mean, Lee Weeks, from the issues 51 to 53, you have to read those. It's the story of uh, Mr. Freeze and how Batman had just, uh, spoiler, of course you don't know, uh, got jilted by the Catwoman. She didn't show up to the wedding and he's really pissed and he kind of overly beats up Mr. Freeze and then he's selected, Bruce Wayne is selected for jury duty to be on the other side of it to kind of determine if Mr. Freeze is really guilty and so it's that courtroom courtroom drama, the uh, 12 Angry Men sort of feeling to it but uh, thoughts on Batman being the top comic book superhero winner, what do you think? Um, I'm always game for Batman. You know what the funny thing to me is, is it wasn't just, um, for me, Batman is my number one pick, not just because of 
you know, the Batman Tom King run, but mm-hmm. it's the, uh, the Lee Baremo and, uh, uh, Brian Azzarello. Yeah. Him too. And, Azzarello. And, yeah. And it's Scott Snyder with justice league, um, and metal, like everything that Batman has been in and touched this year has just been golden in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Totally, totally agree. And it's like they set Tom King up with like the best artist in the world too. Like he could not yeah, do wrong. Yeah. <laughs> the Lee Weeks run, like Lee Weeks needs to be doing a lot more, but it must take forever. He just has this style about his art. It's 51 to 53, by the way. Go look at those issues. But um, yeah, I mean. Uh, Absolutely beautiful. Right? I mean, I, I I can't remember a year where Batman has done this well for me or I've read this much Batman. I, I definitely sprinkle it in in past years, but I, this is most definitely 2018, the year of Batman. I've never read so much Batman in all my life. Yeah, yeah, I second that. But because I it. <laughs> yeah, because it's that good. It's really that good, folks. Uh, check it out and go dump, jump into the into the bins and get <clears throat> the entire run. But 51 to 53, Lee Weeks on art. Uh, those are definitely, they were all top picks. And Batman has been a, a continual top pick. And it was uh, right behind Darth Vader with four number one picks of the year in the Sunspots Comics podcast and then uh, numerous uh, top threes as well. So Batman easily the best comic book in the superhero category, the 2018 Sunspot Award winner, Batman. Love it. Batman. <laughs> so on to the next category, uh, which is comic book creators. So we got a few here to kind of give a nod to the best uh, in creating the comic books that we love so much. So we start with Best Comic Book Letterer. And the nominees are... Our nominee is Daniel Warren Johnson. And the winner is Daniel Warren Johnson. <laughs> there, was, there was only one. No one else jumped into our brain. But uh, he every time he does lettering on, say, Extremity, to his lettering on Murder Falcon from Image, it just stands out, right? Yeah, definitely. And um, like we were saying earlier, the fact that he does so much on his books... And he just nails the letters on everything. Uh, yeah, it's just a testament to his artistic ability. Yeah, and remember that uh, one we both remembered, Splort? Splort? <laughs> <laughs> we were like, gosh, look at how that stands out. It was like done in orange and kind of blood splattery in the background, right? Yeah, that's what it reminded me of, like a blood splatter. Yeah, and it's all Splort. What a perfect describer. Of, and, and the way he draws it, it's just so, it feels so handwritten. I don't know if it's a software thing, but it feels so organic and handwritten, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. And while I'm thinking about it, though, can I just uh, give a big old shout out to all letters? Because yes. letters are the ones that put everything together and make it all work. And the fact that um, the fact that most of them do such a great job is the reason why we can't really, can't really pick more than just Daniel, because, I mean, they all do such a great job, and they put it all together, and, yeah, it's just really tough, because when you do a great job, you never get recognized, but when you do a bad job, then all of a sudden, you know, they're like the uh, field goal kickers of, of comic books. Yeah, I was going to say defensemen in hockey. Like, when you don't hear about them, uh, yeah. then you know they're doing a good job, and they don't get the, the acclaim that they deserve, but... Yeah. I love, too, that when letters take extra special attention and love to not crowding the art it, it's really about making the art stand out and placing the lettering in the right positions and font sizes to really make the art be the showcase i think that's why daniel warren johnson 
uh, is the letterer that stands out. He does everything on this comic, right? So he's putting them in places where he wants them, his art to really stand out, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's probably why he was the number one pick in my in my opinion. Yeah, easily. But our, here we go. Best comic book letterer, uh, the Sunspot Award winner for 2019, Daniel Warren Johnson of Murder Falcon. Check it out, guys. It's uh, beautiful stuff, fun lettering, and splashes of sha 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 sha. Remember the punches, mm-hmm. the multiple punches. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Thank you, Daniel Warren Johnson. Next category is best comic book colorist. They don't get enough attention either. So best comic book colorist. The nominations are. Nate Picos or Pecos of Beast of Burden, Lee Bermijo of Batman Damned, and Ken Stacy of War Bears. Gosh, we loved all of these so much. It was tough to pick one, but the winner goes to Lee Bermijo of Batman Damned. Let's talk about the colors in Batman Damned. Holy damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Best way to describe it. I mean, it's so rich. It's it's so dark overall. It left so many purples and dark blues. It's just uh, it's just gritty and dark, and so many little perfect lines to give that attention to light, right? Yeah, definitely. In the uh, like you were saying, the the dark overtone on everything. It's like uh, it reminds me of uh, it reminds me of like the Dark Knight movie, kind of. Yeah, definitely has that color palette and that tone, right? Yeah. Purples and blacks and dark blues. But it's stunning. It's just absolutely stunning. It's not watercoloring. It's pretty pretty straightforward coloring, but it's just so accurate. And there's so much art to be filled with color. I think that's the tough part with Batman Damned, right? With Lee Bermijo's art. But he does the art and the color. And it's kind of like Daniel Warren Johnson with the art, right? He's... It's his baby. It's his artwork. He wants to showcase it properly. And so uh, I think when artists do their own coloring, most times they'll come out just stunning. And that's what Batman Damned is, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, He he knows what he wants. And man, does he execute. Yes, he executed. Go look at it, folks. It's 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 a workshop in coloring. But the best comic book colorist, the 2018 Sunspot Award winner, is Lee Bermijo of Batman Damned. Go look at it. Make your eyeballs happy. Go. But the next category is Best Comic Book Writer. So here we go. This is the big one. It's a, The last three are big. Best Comic Book Writer. The nominees are Tom King of Batman, Terry Moore from Abstract for Strangers in Paradise, Rick Remender for <laughs> Seven to Eternity and a bunch of other things. Another tough category, but here we go. The Best Comic Book Writer of 2018, the winner of the Sunspot Award is... Tom King of Batman. And let's, uh, of course, he did Mr. Miracle, too. He did Heroes in Crisis. He won the Eisner for Best uh, Writer this year. What are your thoughts on Tom King? Yeah, crown him. <laughs> yeah, give him the crown. Yep, he's, he's the king right now, man. He, I, I don't know if he can do much wrong. I mean... He's busted out what uh, over sixty, uh, over sixty Batman's. Like you were saying about uh, Mister Miracle was like highly regarded. I didn't read any of it, but uh, everybody that I know that did was like, "Oh, it's amazing." Yeah, so. Mitch Gerads on art. Uh, it was a crazy, yep. creepy story. You should definitely check it out. Writing on the coattails of that uh, that Vision story. That uh, that sort of reminds me of that same kind of creepy, weird tone. But yeah, Tom King could do no wrong. He made Batman interesting. He uh, made him vulnerable. There were highs and lows there. He definitely, uh, you know, just kind of took Batman to another level and it crossed over to everything he touched, like you said. 
uh, from metal to heroes and Christ, everything, right? It crossed over. Just Batman was just amazing uh, this year. Yeah, but, so, oh man, that's what I spent most of my money on, at least uh, you know, on the bigger stuff that wasn't that wasn't Image and you know. Yeah, yeah, and and it says a lot. I mean, Rick Remender, these nominees here are phenomenal. I mean, Strangers in Paradise, Terry Moore, Rick Remender, Seven to Attorney, I know one of your favorites. Like, uh, just yeah. tough to pick a winner, but uh, Batman uh, just took over this year. It was the year of the bat, I feel. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, for me, Rick Remender is one of my favorite writers anyway, so I'm just kind of uh, partial to him. But yeah, man, year of the bat for sure. Yes, totally, totally, totally. All right, two left in the in the comic book creator categories. Next is the best comic book cover artist. And the nominees are Alex Ross for Amazing Spider-Man and Captain America. Isad Ribic for Versus, Thor, and Fantastic Four. Uh, Lee Bermijo for Batman Damned. And the winner is, for Best Comic Book Cover Artist, goes to... Alex Ross of Amazing Spider-Man. Mostly, um, yeah, I mean, how can you deny Alex yeah. Ross, right? He's probably the best cover artist, like, ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> And that's crazy to say that, but he, I mean, Amazing Spider-Man 794 to 801, put your eyes on it, folks. They are absolutely classic. They all need to be posters and t-shirts and coffee mugs and just everything. They're gloriously painted. They're so realistic. They always feel, the lighting feels like it's just set in the real world. I think that's the the key to his art, right, is how they're lit when you think about it. Yeah, and the, uh, the one that he did, I forget which number it is. I think it's like 798 or 799, the one where it's just... Uh... The Red Goblin just standing there. Yes. Oh, With the so, bodies kind of laying around him, his feet. Yeah, yeah. It's just he glorious. Just evil, just just, uh, just like creepy evil. <laughs> yes. And there was that one that he did of just like a close-up of Spider-Man's face that was just like the reflection in his eyes and it's just the, you know, the subtle detail of the, the, the mouth and the nose and the mask and just how realistic the mask looks. It just looks like you're looking at a, a photograph. It's that... It, it, he uses photo referencing. He has that in his, you know, in his repertoire. That's what he does. But he adds a little something extra with the attention to light and the attention to detail and how realistic it looks. It's just, it's just beautiful. There's no other word to describe it. Right? It's just beautiful. Yeah, I think another one of his that I really, really enjoyed, even though I, I didn't read it, um, was the. I think it was Captain America one, where Captain America was up there, and then there's like planes all around and stuff. Uh, the first one that Tommy Hesey Coates wrote. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was such a beautiful cover. My goodness. Yep. And uh, they're, they're, every single one of them, all the Captain America covers are just glorious, patriotic pieces of art. They're just beautiful. Yeah. A lot of American flag and all kinds of stuff. But yeah, Alex Ross, he's a master. He, um, he very well, like we said, could be the best cover artist of all time. And uh, he, it's just, he's cannot be denied. He's amazing. He's the best comic book cover artist the Sunspot, Sunspot Award winner for 2018, Mr. Alex Ross. Well, here we go. This is the final category in the comic book creator category. The final Sunspot Award winner is the best comic book artist. So here we go. This is, uh, it's a, in my opinion, primarily an art medium. It's, uh, I, it always makes my eyes happy. It's, uh, for me, the focus is always a little bit more on the art than the writing. I'll give points to better art when story is just okay. So I felt like this was kind of my what maybe my favorite category, but there's so many here, right? So many. Oh yeah. Hard. All, to, all deserving as well. We could list 
12 nominees here, but we listed, you know, our favorites. Yeah. So here we go. These are the nominees for the best comic book artist of 2018. Here we go. There's Benjamin Dewey for Beasts of Burden. Gosh, I love that series. Ian McEwan for 1975, or better known as MCMLXXV. Lee Weeks for Batman. Marcos Martin for Barrier from Image. My gosh, you got to look at that. And Lee Bermijo uh, for Batman Damned. And the winner of the Best Comic Book Artist of 2018, the Sunspot Award, goes to... Lee Bermijo of DC's Batman Damned. What can we say about Lee Bermijo's art? Man, that's that's tough. What what do you say about it? I, <laughs> it leaves me speechless, honestly. It, I, uh, it, it some it, of the same like, describers as like Titans for me, right? It's like gritty, dark, and realistic, and hyper detailed, yeah. and gigantic, right? Giant sized art. Yeah, hyper detailed. Remember we were talking about that one page that uh, that was like Gotham City, just kind of like 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 oh, you yeah. were Batman brooding over the city and looking over it. Oh yeah, I, I oh, immediately it's yeah. in my brain right now. It's like standing on a gargoyle and there's just all this detail of Gotham at his feet, right? Yeah, and that's one of the most beautiful pages I think I've ever seen. And uh, the way that he. Yeah, the dark and the gritty, the way that he just captures the mood through through uh through the like lighting and uh he just he, wow, he's fantastic. He leaves me speechless. I look at the Batman Dam books and like like I'll read them and then I'll go back and look at them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and usually I like I'll read things two or three times, but with with Batman Damned, I just looked at it. Yeah. And it you have to be able to have the story makes sense without reading it. You have to at least be able to get about 60% or 70% of the story, I believe, for it to really be excellent art. And you can with Lee Bermijo, right? You just kind of look at it and you're like, okay, this is where the story's going. Okay, this is where he's going. This is what's happening. Here's this character. But no, you're right. It's it's like a three read. I do do the reading, uh, the, the reading with looking at it, and then the just looking at it. Yeah, I'm with you. But Lee Bermijo, right? And he's only done two issues. There's only two. It's a bi-monthly. He's only done two issues in 2018, and he's our artist winner. That says yeah. a lot. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think they're a little oversized, maybe, what, 40 pages or something? Yeah. It is a little bit. Or I think it is just over 40 pages. But, yeah. I mean, it, it's got to take forever. They've, uh, I hope they have, like, a year or two's worth. I hope they have, like, 12 issues in the bank so they can just kind of keep releasing them. But, uh, yeah, so gritty, so dark, so beautiful. It's uh, Lee Bermijo. He is uh, easily the best comic book artist the winner of the Sunspots 2018 award for best comic book artist, Lee Bermijo, Batman Damned. Go look at it, folks. It's stunningly beautiful. That's all we can say. But well, there you have it. That is, uh, that's all of them. That's that's our that that's those are all the best of the 2018 Sunspot Award winners. Wow, uh, there's some great stuff in there, right? Oh, absolutely, man. That's been a great year. It's all great stuff, man. What well, a great year. Yeah, absolutely. And well, now let's discuss uh, as we close the show here the coming, what's coming up in the world of comic books for 2019. So, it's tough to announce actual comic books. They, the marketing for them uh, doesn't really lead up in like the comic book news or the previews book, for example, until about three months before a comic is released. So it's tough for us to kind of forecast how 2019 is going to actually look for comic books. So we have to kind of wait and see. But 
At the same time, I put together this gigantic list uh, that Ian and I are, are staring at right now of all the comic book movies, animated comic book movies, and comic book TV shows that are coming out in 2019. I'll post them very soon on sunspotscomics.com, but what a huge list of all of this mixed media of comic book stuff. What do you think, Ian? Oh, man. It boggles my mind that we live in a time where we get this much content. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's right. boggling. Best yeah. great word. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember when, like, the X-Men movie came out, and it was, like, one movie, and I, my mind was blown. If yeah. Only I could, like, fast-forward 19 years, you know? Like, here we are. I know. Next. Nine if... comic book movies coming out? My goodness. Like Kevin Smith says, right? It's like the best time to be alive. Like it's just a. Uh, I mean, there's nine comic book movies coming out in 2019. And by the way, all these numbers that I tabulated, it shouldn't have been this hard to find, uh, like how many comic book movies and animated comic book movies and TV shows, because uh, you know there's subject to change. There's uh, there's some movies that might drop in and drop out. Uh, so. But as far as I gather from what I'm looking at, nine comic book movies in 2019. I'll read them really fast. Captain Marvel in March. Shazam in April. Hellboy in April. Avengers Endgame in April. Look at April. Shazam, Hellboy, Avengers Endgame. Dark Phoenix in June. Spider-Man Far From Home in July. On the day of my birthday, by the way, July 5th. New Mutants, August 2nd. Joker, October 4th. What do you think? Of all nine comic book movies, what are you most excited about? Well, uh, it would be easy to say Endgame. But if I'm going to be completely honest, and I maybe I'm just a weirdo here, but Hellboy to me is my number one. I can't wait to see Hellboy. Nice. Yeah, they're t- they're going with a whole different take, right? Uh, the guy from Stranger Things, and the the you saw the trailer. The the way you, it actually looks kind of a little lower budget, which I'm actually okay with that. It looks like there's going to be a lot more physical things and live action things, you know, than rather than a bunch of CGI. Yeah, and the first the first two Hellboy movies were, in my opinion, two of the best comic book movies. I mean, almost ever. You know? Wow! Like, yeah, they were phenomenal. At least up there in the top, you know, five or ten. I am. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Probably Guillermo del Toro. Uh, del, Guillermo del Toro, probably his doing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm still I'm still excited to see the new one. Yeah, I have to go with Avengers. I think I do. Avengers and the well, Spider-Man you know, Far From Home. There. What's that? I don't blame you there. Yeah. No. I really want to see where it goes and being able to jam-pack so many Marvel characters into one movie and how it's just so well-balanced out. The Russo brothers have got it, right? They've got a handle on it. They're experienced. Yeah, they know how to do it. They know what they're doing, yeah. They do. They've been there. They've done a bunch of movies, right? And uh, I think that maybe even an even... Like 50-50 for me, like a split uh, between Avengers Endgame and Spider-Man Far From Home. Like, I, I don't know that much about it. I'm trying to sort of stay away from it. But I hope they've learned a lot from the first one. I thought the first movie, uh, the um, you know, the Spider-Man movie with the new actor, whose name is escaping me, was good. I, didn't, I wouldn't necessarily call it great. It was, you know, good. And I, I hope they really kind of take it to the next level with Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, yeah, I hope so too. Especially since the... Uh... The villain, uh, Mysterio, is like way, you know, much more, uh, m- more dark. You know what I mean? More there, yeah. there's more there. I think so. Yeah, I hope they, I hope they take a bigger bite out of the Spider Verse. And I hope they go with like visually stunning with Mysterio and some of his things, right? I really hope they go a little over yeah. the top. Yeah. With, with that, with something we really haven't seen, you know. And so I hope they, 
hope Jake Gyllenhaal nails it and they kind of go a little over the top with the visual aspect of Mysterio. But man, nine movies. And then, you know, Gambit, it was also a question mark. That was a, had a slate in 2019, but that's kind of up in the air. So we'll see what happens there with Gambit. But man, nine movies, right? Ending yeah. the year with Joker. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who would have ever saw that coming too, you know? Standalone Joker? Like, I'm not sure I ever wanted it, but like, I'll definitely take it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely intrigued with some of the visual imagery we've seen so far of Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, and Todd Phillips, man, he's a good he's a good filmmaker. So. Yes. And then four animated comic book movies for 2019. Reign of Superman in January, Batman Hush in April, Justice League Fatal 5 in August, ending the year with Wonder Woman Bloodlines in October, which uh, the last time we saw a Wonder Woman animated feature was 2009, so it's like been a while. But uh, of the four animated comic book movies, which one are you most excited about? I think for me it's probably Hush. Just because Batman, uh, the Hush is one of the, you know, most iconic uh, Batman runs. Agree. The, the Jim Lee Hush uh, cover. Uh, I forget which number, like six something, six ten or something like that. But yeah, awesome! Can't wait to see it. Yeah, it was a great storyline. I agree with you. I think I'm most excited to see the animated film of Batman Hush to see how they do it, see what it looks like. It's got some interesting twists in that story to see how they deliver those twists without spoiling it, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Batman Hush. I agree. It's surprising that there was only four. Or maybe there is more and they're still in works. So it seems like a low year for animated films and comic books, but we'll see. There's probably more coming. Yeah, I'm sure there's more, but... Yep, and then 16 comic book TV shows in 2019. 16. Now, some of these are returning, uh, you know, and with uh, Flash and and uh, Supergirl and Arrow and so on. But uh, looking at this giant list, and I'll quickly just speed through read them. Young Justice in January. Flash in January. Deadly Class in January. Punisher 2 uh, in January. Supergirl January. Arrow Jan- Look at all these Januaries. Uh, Arrow January. Black Lightning 2 January. Walking Dead in February, Doom Patrol February, and then the rest of them don't kind of have a solid date yet, but The Boys, Umbrella Academy, Watchmen, Pennyworth, Pennyworth? (laughs) (laughs) Swamp Thing? I'm so excited about Swamp Thing. I need the date for that. And uh, Stargirl, and then they're launched, they're they're greenlit for a pilot for Batwoman. So, 16. Which, if you could pick one, which one are you most excited about of all this comic book TV shows? 110%. Uh, Deadly Class. Nice. Yeah, dude, Rick Remender is one of my favorite writers. Um, I think he was really heavy-handed in writing the show, and I watched the pilot already. And, yeah, it's everything I want in a uh, comic book uh, show. Yeah. yeah I, it stays, I, stays true to the comic, you know what I mean? That's what I hope. Fingers crossed. Because he did. Rick Remender did such a stylized way of the delivery of Deadly Class. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I think it's gonna be hard to pull off, right, in a TV show. Oh, definitely. But but from the pilot episode, I'm just judging from the pilot, and I think it hits every note that I wanted it to hit personally. So I'm I'm more than psyched for this. Oh, it just reminded me, I I've downloaded it, and I haven't watched it yet. I have it. Oh man, you gotta you gotta get on that. <laughs> All right, maybe tonight I'll take a look at that. I think yeah. for me, it's a swamp thing. I think it starts with swamp thing. I I think that's gonna look very visually different. And I enjoyed the campy movies from my childhood of the Swamp Thing movies. Right. And uh, I've heard such great things and James Wan uh, being, you know, sort of 
co-director slash co-creator and the cast that they've they've chosen and uh how there's going to be a lot of practical effects in it of course it's tv so and i hope that it's just uh something we haven't seen it looks very different and has a very kind of superhero-y feel to it I'm, i think i'm most excited about about that maybe deadly class second maybe umbrella academy third because it's such a comic book that i love also again like in the deadly class area of things like Umbrella Academy is very visually stunning. Like, how are they going to do that? Are they going to make it an homage or do their own thing? But, uh, and Batwoman. I mean, there's so many. I can't just nail down one. If I had to nail down one, it would be Swamp Thing. But I hope that Batwoman is really good, too, because uh, we love the Elseworld crossover and getting to see her, right? Yeah, definitely. I thought she's great. Ruby Rose looks great as Batwoman, feels right. And yeah. so uh, I want more of that. I want more. Give me more Batwoman, please. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, I um, I really need to catch up on uh, the Titans because you you have me really intrigued about the <sighs> Titans, and now now you have me intrigued about Swamp Thing, and I might just have to bite the up, bullet. Yeah, pony up the five bucks for the DC. Do it. The TV there. Yeah, I might have to do it. Do it, do it, do it. And then you've got Young Justice season three just dropped. That's there now too. Yeah. Uh, Outsiders and uh, the Batman animated series, and uh, maybe I'll give you my password. We'll talk. <laughs> yeah, I mean they have so much stuff coming down the pike too. It's not just uh, Swamp Thing. There's a lot of other stuff they got they got coming. I think uh, yeah, like you said, Doom Patrol. Yep, Doom Patrol and Star Girl. Like there's a bunch. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the Watchmen TV series is just just crazy. Like it's gonna be so there's so much content for 2019 for comic books it's just and january is like you know 40 35 percent of them it's crazy so it's right around the corner but man uh what a year let's uh let's close out uh the best of 2018 show here with uh some humble thank yous why don't you go first ian and and thank who you'd like to for the year looking back at 2018 uh 2018 was a real hard year for me um i lost my mom in february uh suddenly and um, I think for me, uh, my dad and my girlfriend, uh, Amber and Carl, respectively, <laughs> uh, it was like, call them, you know, dad. Uh, <laughs> if it wasn't for them, I, I don't know if I'd have been able to hold it together. So uh, first and foremost, always my, my family. I, I love you guys and thank you so much for just being there for me, you know. Um, but also... You guys, you for bringing me on the podcast and uh, who me? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) uh, you're welcome. The listeners, everybody for listening to me babble about my favorite thing in the world, comic books. (laughs) Just yeah, life is really good, you know. And uh, it's been a it's been a strange year. It's been a hard year, but it's also been a very good and rewarding year. So yeah, I actually I just like to thank everybody. So there you go. Well, man, thanks for thanks for being a part of this, man. It, it's it's been great having you on, and it it adds some different factors. Cause I've been doing this podcast mostly alone for four years, which is crazy, but you know, you add a different little factor in there, and uh, you and I see completely eye to eye on a lot of stuff, and, and some things we don't, and that that is nice to have that contrast. And and you know, you've got great insight on stuff, and you consume a lot like me, so that that's very fitting. But um, thank you for being a part of it, man. And, and you know, you, the, the start to your year was rough, but I hope in a small, tiny way, this ends the year out in a, in a good, positive, hopeful note, you know, for you. Oh, absolutely has, man. Absolutely. So thank you, man, for being a part of it. I appreciate it. And uh, 
and thank you for sharing that that story too about your mom she's watching down on you right she's smiling right now knowing you're in the nerd fortress of the sunspots comics podcast <laughs> yeah yeah she's got a front row seat every time so there you go well uh i want to take a second to thank the folks at aftershock comics uh for hiring me the uh for having a job at aftershock comics has been amazing uh just the whole experience uh they sent me out to over a hundred comic book stores local comic book shops in, in 2018, which is amazing. I met some amazing people and went to some amazing comic book stores representing Aftershock. It was fantastic. I got to work the Comic-Con Revolution in Ontario, very near where I live. Worked the booth for Aftershock, which is fantastic. I met so many people that loved Aftershock and got to talk to them a lot about Aftershock comics. And I read them all, so that was just so much fun. And I was really trying to sell as many as I can to make the bosses happy. But... Uh, I just wanted to say thank you to all the Aftershock team, to all the, the creators of Aftershock that I got to meet, uh, the captains, uh, you know, steering the ship, Mr. Mike Martz and uh, Joe Pruitt. You guys are professional. Thank you for your vision and your determination to making some great comic books, some independent and interesting comic books. Uh, thank you to my old boss, uh, Mike Zagari, uh, who left uh, Aftershock, but he hired me. Thanks for giving me a shot, Mike. I appreciate it. I know you listen to the podcast, so hello. Hope all is well with you and your job now at AMC, which is, I hope it's going fantastic over there. My new boss, Steve Rotterdam. Uh, it was it's great meeting you out there at San Diego Comic-Con, and I'm just looking forward to this year and working for you. So thank you, Steve. And uh, in my closing thank you, I just want to take a moment to say thank you to my loved ones as well. Uh, starting with my beautiful wife, my best friend, Patsy. Uh, thank you for all of your support of just making my dream of working in the comic book business a reality from uh, from my comic book, Zombie Destroyers, to this here Sunspots Comics podcast. And coming in 2019, hopefully, fingers crossed, but the opening of the Sunspots Comics store. Crazy, right, Ian? <laughs> oh, my goodness, yeah. We're trying to open our very own LCBS, our very own local comic book shop. But, Patsy, you've supported me. On all of that and so much more, I love you and just thank you, babe. Thank you. Also, thank you to all my family and my friends for just being amazing, supportive, just loving human beings. Um, so thank you all. But uh, that says it all. Right, Ian? <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think that, that's all, folks. That's that's our show. That's the, the Sunspot Award 2018 for Best of Comic Books. I hope you enjoyed it. We highly recommend you consume all of these winners of the coveted. <laughs> I told you I'd say coveted a lot. 2018 <laughs> Sunspot Awards. They are really uh, the best of the best, right? The, the creme de la creme. Right. The, the top of the mountain. The cherry on top. It's all of that. These are the greats, folks. So hope you enjoyed it. So on to 2019. Let's dive into all this comic book content. Right, Ian? Absolutely. Onward, sir. Let's Onward, do it. As always. Onward and upward. But thank you, everyone, and hope you enjoyed it. Have a good rest of the day. To be continued. To be continued. If you're looking for a place where your love is shared the same, Stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where look no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow It's Sunspots Comics now